how to think in a functional functional way about their user interfaces is it's special. I've learned a lot from this journey and I've learned a lot from the team that I've been with. I don't actually know what comes next after this. I feel like there's still a lot of work to do in the React lands. But I think for me personally, the next the next mountain I want to climb to the top of is growing my own team. I really love working with people and I love creating a, a space for people to do their best work. So that's that's the dream for me. I don't have to be up on stage giving talks or hand authoring everything myself. But I'd love to see other people taking the things that I've learned and using that as a springboard to do their best work. That's excellent. I look forward to leveraging those docs when they get shipped as well. And I also look forward to, because you mentioned early in the conversation about action script and how the sort of door was closed. I look forward to continuing to see this, this React door open as you make it more inclusive and also take into account like where people are coming from and what experiences they have too as well whether they align with your experiences or my experiences or someone we've never met experiences too as well. Bringing it back to the beginning of this conversation, Rachel didn't know and hadn't necessarily been encouraged to pursue tech as a career, and yet she made it happen. Given her past, how does she hope to influence young people in the future? There was a young lady who was interested in interning at a company I worked at, and she was in multiple high school programs and her parents really wanted her to be a doctor or a lawyer. And, you know, she had a lot of pressure on her because her, her parents were, you know, that um, first generation American. And they were like, you know, you gotta, you know, be the new standard. Don't let us down. A lot of pressure. And she was so excited about engineering and computer science and it's, it's early at that age to be deciding what you want to do for the rest of your life. But the fact that she was there, even though she wasn't getting support from her parents on this, I remember talking to her and I was like, do your parents understand that if you get a job working for one of these big companies, you'll have a six-figure income. You'll be able to freeze your eggs, be able to have kids whenever you want. You'll be able to take care of them when they're old. There are programs for that. There are, you know, like these are the some of the best jobs you can get in the world right now, in the world. And do they understand that you taking off in this industry sets you all up forever, like eternally? Uh, Like this is as good as those other jobs. Maybe they think you just want to be a game developer, but trust me, this is the door. It is open. It is for you. And I had that conversation with her and You know, I don't think they had realized that when I was a a cartoonist, I used to be very like, you know, do what you love. You don't listen to what the other people say. Money is not important. Then I need a jaw surgery. You know, some things are very real and you have to think you have to think selfishly sometimes. And I think in this situation, I, I think that it was a matter of reconciling her needs and wants with the expectations that she was facing. I still think that a role in this industry empowers you to live whatever life you want, to channel your resources to whatever you want. You don't have to lead a selfless life to have a major impact on your family and your community. You can just be successful. You can just be in the room and change the company's makeup. You can just 
you, you change things just by being there. And it's enough.